Hi, Neil, and welcome to our podcast, um, the Head on Christine Live Life podcast series. It's an absolute honor to chat to you today and find a little bit more about your story and all the good work that you're doing in the two, how do I say that? Two, two feet for TV. Two feet for TV. Yeah, watch my lips. Two, two feet, feet for, for TV. Um, so it's an absolute pleasure to have you here. I've just had the pleasure of meeting Neil recently at the Cape Town Marathon. Um, so did Gerard. So he's now in studio. So we're going to be chatting to him a bit more about how he got started so we can share his story with you as well. Thank you for inviting me, Christine. Um, it's lovely to have a soul buddy. <laughs> and um, you obviously know by now that I'm in it for the long run. Yes, okay. for sure. Tell us a bit about you, like who you are and then how you got started. Okay. Well, how much time have you got? You know, remember I'm 66 years old. <laughs> I've got um, probably about half of that, so okay. 33 minutes. Okay, right. <laughs> um, well, not many people know about me. Well, I'm a father. I've got three grown-up children. I'm a granddad, not a grandpa. I'm a granddad of six children. I'm a wannabe Jew athlete. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm a TV survivor, um, I call myself a TV activist, and I want to be a running and cycling, create as much TV awareness as possible, and also to destigmatize TV. And when, when did you have TV? I had TV in 1990. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm just not the typical stereotype that would have TB. So over a long period, I was completely misdiagnosed. People, doctors would say, oh, you had asthma, you had bronchitis, pneumonia. I even had a, a, a lumbar post. I thought I'd meningitis. Mm -hmm. And I used to run, and if you can imagine, you know, when you're running and you're training, and you're always tired, you know? In those days, there wasn't such things as the, a quick pull and this and that kind of thing like today. You know, technology and science is so advanced now. And one morning I woke up and I was raining and I really didn't feel well. And I had to go and do a race called the John Carazzi's. Now, mm. back in then, back in the day, um, it was at the Forum Army Base in Alters River. And it was only a half marathon. So I rock up there and I am feeling like absolute crap. But you know what? Us runners, <laughs> we go out there and we do it. We can be half dying. We can be like coughing and our lungs are almost popping out, but we go and run. Um, cyclists aren't like that, by the way. No, I don't think triathletes. Yeah, <laughs> and triathletes either kind of thing. Um, so I, I ran this race with complete duress. And I finished like crawling over the line. I pictured the scene, comrades, last second, crawling over the line, that kind of scene. So it was like a tradition that I would go to my mom and them for like a post-race breakfast. And I went there and I went and got shower. And it felt like the walls were just mm -hmm. uh, coming towards me. And I said to my mom then, I actually going to go and sleep. Slept and they woke me up and they said to me, it's time for breakfast went there and my whole family said to me, yes, like, you know, what's going on with you? You're so white. I said, yeah, but I am. You know? <laughs> and I was sitting eating breakfast and I collapsed. So they took me to the doctor and the doctor examined me and he looked at my mom and he said, well, I'm sorry, uh, 
mom's name is Mrs. Brown who works with Marie Mary. And he said, I think your child's got TB. And my mother looked at him and she said, what the clock? Can't be, he's actually white. How can he have TB? <laughs> so back then, mm. the misconception about TB also existed. Mm. And yeah, that was 1990. 1990, so. yeah. Then I um, had to go to the clinic um, to be tested. Uh, I went for an x-ray. They took a, a sputum test. And then, you know, the wheels of the bus in those days were long and slow. They had to get like a carrier pigeon to send your sample to Pretoria <laughs> kind of thing. It's like the scans kind of thing, you know, the sliding stuff. Mm -hmm. There's no computers and stuff like that. And the result came back. They called me in and they said, yeah, it's confirmed you've got TB. So now you've got to go to two-week contagious period. So they put you on this medication. And then they said to you, okay, we'll get a sister to come and look after you every day. My mom said, no, she wants to look after me. Bless her soul. And yeah, six months, six tablets. Every single day, size of suppositories. Trust me, the size of suppositories. Okay, nowadays they're this little Mickey Mouse mm. little things. I always just say to my mom, geez, mom, are you sure this must be taken orally? But they were huge. And mm. then and they're so bad and it tastes so awful that you actually regurgitate. And I remember my mom used to go and she used to go and wash the tablets, mm. bring it back to me and says, you do want to get better. And it's because of my mom that I continue to do it kind of thing and then were you working at this point i was working oh, so yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. you could continue yeah. but you lose weight like like you lose weight so so quickly i mean i you look like a a, a skeleton basically you con continually tired you sleep uh, sleeping is basically becomes your pastime you'll eat um and then you'll go and sleep so you probably sleep maybe 14 hours a day lovely sure yeah it's bad People misunderstand um, the journey that people that have got TB have to uh, um, endure. And people take TB tablets as if it's an antibiotic. So what mm. we do is we take our antibiotic and then in a minute when we feel better, we stop. But with TB, you can't. You have to take your medicine, your tablets every single day. And if you default, back to the first cycle and then you have to go and do um, multi-resistant TV so your process becomes a lot longer and uh, um, you um, have to go on stronger medication. Sure. And were you training at this point? You, no, were you, you able can't. to? You no, just you can't. Um, you could, I suppose, but you know, you're so very weak. You know, the only time, the only exercise I used to do, I used to run around the block then I used to kick it under the bed. <laughs> no, it's tough. You can't. Your 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 whole resistance goes for an absolute ball. Your immune system is virtually non-existent. I remember once going to my friend's wife who had passed funeral, and I collapsed in the church. They had to drag me out. You, know. you exceptionally, exceptionally weak. I can't explain to you or describe to you what it feels like. You know, it's a long time ago. You know, mm, mm. except these sort of like recalls it as an flashbacks idea. yeah and tell us about the two feet for tb initiative like what is that and what is you mentioned cycling and running to support that so what what have you actually done because i from what you told me it's an incredible story that makes me very very tired <laughs> listening to it but 
tell us more about that and what you're currently doing now to to reduce the stigma attached to TB. Well, in a nutshell, very quickly, I um, ruptured my Achilles in 2013, had an operation in 2014. When I woke up, spoke to, told the surgeon, whose name shall not be mentioned, um, that I want to do something for charity. And he said, Neil, you'll never run again. And I said, sorry, sir, you don't know me. I'm a Virgo. I'm exceptionally anal. I will prove you wrong. And I did. 18 months later, I... Um, ran Cape Town Marathon. Sure. But during that time, um, I still had this whole process, how am I going to go about it, etc. And then one day in about late 2016, I was at, at a school and on the computer looking for TB research and stuff like that. And I saw this organization that's got a, a project called Two Hands for TB. Mm -hmm. And then I had this light bulb moment. I said, hey, you know, I run and cycle. Why don't I let my feet do the talking for TV? And that's how TV, Two Foot for TV was born. Very, very clever. Yeah, I know. It's like a light bulb moment. But I do have a lot of them, though. <laughs> Basically, in a nutshell, what I've decided to do, I decided to, I said to myself, how am I going to go about this? You know, um, how am I going to do this running? Do I run a 10K? That's a training run. Do I run a half? No to make it difficult so I decided oh, you know what I'm going to run every marathon every ultra and do every cycling race in South Africa over a period of five years um, and so that was 20 that was 20 I started my first race was in end of March uh, sorry end of April mm -hmm. 2017 okay 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 and um, it was up in um, Timley area 118 kilometers part of a place called Hot Barter. Mm -hmm. To me, if that was my introduction to my TV initiative, I really chose the right one because that's a marathon out of hell. <laughs> okay. If ever hell exists, <laughs> I just went to go and do that. It's called the Pakani Marathon. Mm -hmm. Christine, I'll, I don't want to go through the whole story, how I got there, etc. But anyway, these people picked me up, they belonged to the Vodacom, um, um, Kimli, whatever, and I can't remember the name of it now. And she comes and fetches me and there we go. And they don't, they don't drive there, they climb on a jet. <laughs> I mean, it like took us, I didn't realise how fast it was. We rock up there and I don't get my number and my chip. And there's like 115 people there. He said, oh, that's not so bad running a marathon. No, it's not. It's the people that do the 5K, the 10K, the half, <laughs> and the marathon. So there I start. You start on a rugby field, and the grass is that long. You know, one of those bloody oaks have got these legs the size of uh, whatever. So uh, um, lampposts or timber forests. So there we go. And we are so spoiled. In Cape Town, there's water tables, there's marshals, there's buses, not there. You start off and it is freezing. And then Mr. Sun starts raising his little ugly head and it is blistering hot. You run by yourself. You don't sure. run with anybody, okay? Sure, that's you, the hard part, right? You are lonesome. The road is a camber. You run on the side of the road, you're basically running in the gravel, okay? And the, these grain trucks are and the taxis are flying past you, the water tables are guys sitting in their cars and um, handing out the water sachets. Marshals, you see, I think I saw three marshals was a lot. And it's a, and it's a, it's a double loop 
halfway there and halfway back. When I came back on my first time, the guide actually won the race. (laughs) 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 So um, I'm running back on my second time and these people from Kimberley came running the side and they ran across the road and asked me, Neil, are you okay? So I said, yeah, sure, man, I'll see you later, the olive farm and everything like that. He said, no, you're not right. I couldn't understand why my lower back on the left-hand side was so sore. I was actually running with a list to starboard from the camber of the road. Wow. It was insane. Absolutely insane. It was, uh, I, I can't exp- explain to you. But if you want to have mental toughness, well, comrades can do that race. No, I think you've, you, I think I've choose something else. Yeah, Thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm such a bad advertisement <laughs> for, for the Pakwani, uh, Pakwani Marathon. I, I won't take them in this you. podcast. <laughs> And, and since then, what, what, what else have you done? Well, I've done 18 marathons. Mm-hmm. I've, done, I've done quite a few repeat races. Yes. Um, 21s as well? I've, well, in, the, in the 21s mix. are my training runs mm. um, and the 10Ks, you know. Um, I'd rather go and run a 10K by myself and spend 70 rand in the morning to go and run a 10K kind of thing. But then saying that it's important to create that TB awareness, that awareness. And, mm. and I, I'm not if you sure if you know, I run with a different color shoe. Yes, okay. you did mention to me. Did I haven't you? seen you in action yet. No, haven't you? Okay. No. Well, seeing that you're going to be helping me, you're obviously going to be testing me, the triple two man kind of thing, <laughs> which ain't going to happen. Um, I said to myself, how does one create awareness while you're running? You can talk to people. Um, you can slow your race down so that you with the back of the pack kind of thing and then i said to myself why don't i run with two different color socks and then why don't you run with two different color shoes and trust me it's made such a huge impact i stand at the beginning of a race and i hear these little runners the day hey mr russell what kind of dying man on squinkies and then they'll come to me and they'll say to me where did you buy these shoes from you know so then i explain it to them so now what actually happens is that and especially up in Gauteng people I'll be running and the people will be in bed hey there goes the tv guy so you know mission mm. accomplished and your kit is obviously branded with your two feet for tv yes what I what I'm allowed to do via the club Mm. where I'm presently running for, they've given me permission to run my marathons in my TV gear and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I, and when I do my halves and my local races, then I run in my um, club gear. That's, okay. that's the, the, the conscious decision that I made. You mm. know, it's a give and take thing. You mm. know? Yeah, so I do run. And then you've got cycling kits as well for your cycle races. I, I use, what I do is I use my tri, tri gear, mm-hmm. which I'm not a triathlete. I said, I'll only go and do the swimming part when Zuma pays back the money. <laughs> we might be waiting a while. <laughs> I'm going to wait a while, so it ain't going to happen. Okay. Yeah, so that's what I run in. And my whole initiative is based on food items. Mm-hmm. Um, my idea is to every kilometer that I cover, I get mm-hmm. a food item donated. So in a marathon, there's six food items in a, in a food parcel. Mm-hmm. So in a marathon, I'd help seven, seven um, people, TV sufferers. And that's why I'm so glad that we've connected because 
our synergy is so on sync. You are helping children. I believe the exact same thing. So I want to help kids um, to overcome TB. At the same time, you'll be able to be helping that one particular family because mm -hmm. I believe save a child, build a nation. So mine is very much based on children. I have to admit that it's not easy to get root ulcers. I was going to ask, who do you get them from and how do you find out where, who, the, which, who the people are that need them? Well, you know, you can... I got linked up with the Santa's African National TV Association and they put me on uh, places here in Mitchell's Plain and everything like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know me, I'm just exceptionally honest. I just don't trust the system because you never know if the end user is going to get that entire parcel. Mm -hmm. So what I've decided to do is that I'm going to focus on like in these little towns. But I'm so glad you've come along because <laughs> now there's a completely different focus because I could come and say, okay, listen, this is what we got. Let's go and do it there kind of thing. You know, okay. As long as they are. And, I, and I'm convinced that uh, the group that you have, that they must have had a form of TV experience or know of someone that's got TV. So the word gets spread by running mm -hmm. in a completely different sort of way. Mm -hmm. oh, that's a great synergy. I didn't actually think of it in that way. And, uh, and so I don't sleep at night to see what I'm <laughs> in the morning. My brain is like a time bomb. I'm not joking. My brain is like a time bomb. Yeah, so, yeah. And what if, what if you what is up for you for the rest of 2019 so what else, what have you got planned and then what sort of big stuff have you got planned for early next year as well and then i'd like to chat to you about who are some of the partners that are supporting you okay. in this um, initiative my my what do i call it? my initiative was sort of like curtailed um, 30 April because I had a, a grade one hamstring, uh, grade one calf strain. Mm -hmm. So long story short, again, now I can carry on. Um, I ran one day during a club run there in Simonstown. Mm -hmm. My clit slipped, uh, fell over a brick. And my mother always said to me, you're an accident waiting to happen. <laughs> if there's a brick in the road, you're going to fall over it. If there's a lamppost, you're going to run into it kind of thing. And have you ever practiced run, falling? And what we do is we fall with our hands. Yes. <laughs> I fell with my thumb. My thumb was completely open, ripped, ripped. Okay. And I said, why is my lower back so sore? Why is this area so soft? Don't worry, run. So we ran back, okay? I was going to fly the following Saturday. And the Thursday before that, I went for a run to, um, to Musenberg, came back. And as I got Fishick Circle, I couldn't understand why I had a stitch. Never had a stitch in my life, you know what I mean? And why is my ribcage so damn sore? So anyway, I forget about it. I go and fly, go to our tambo, and then I was supposed to do three marathons. I was supposed to do a marathon in Benoni. Mm -hmm. A few days later, another marathon in Centurion called Wally Hayward. Mm -hmm. And I then know. I'd fly mm -hmm. down to George and do the Ocho Nico. That was the plan. Three marathons in six days. Yeah, I know, Christine. You can give me that look. I am not normal. <laughs> Um, I think when I was born, I fell on my head. And I've never been the same since, since you know. So it wasn't the TV then? No, it wasn't. Yeah, but you know what? Anyway. So we, we're descending and you hear this pop. Everybody kind of looks around. What the hell's going on kind of thing. So I get to the, the, um, the event, see the race organiser, and they look at me and they say, 
fine. Looking like this, and I told him the story. So they said to me, no, no, you can't run a marathon, you run a half. So I ran the half, uh, went to the doctor, the doctor examined me, and I had six bro five broken ribs. Sorry. Oh, my word. From ribs. the brick? From, from, from me, falling, me falling on the brick. falling on the brick. And there's another brick on the road, not a brick on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then two days later, I go to the Centurion, and I do, the, I do a marathon with the same broken ribs. Go down to uh, George and do another marathon with the... Uh, oh sorry, half marathon, half. sorry. Yeah. Half, so, with the broken ribs. And I don't know if you've done the Otomika Marathon. I have. Go and do it next year. It's the most beautiful, beautiful marathon ever. Okay? But the last five k's is all downhill. So now you can imagine the pounding your ribs take. Okay? Yeah. yeah. And then it took time to heal. And um, then I've just recently done the... Then I did focus on a few halves and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So my next one now is um, Winelands, which is mm -hmm. a repeat. If my new coach will allow me to run the full, then I want to do the deflectors in mm -hmm. Heidelberg. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to go and do the, it was called the Aspen, now it's called the KFC. Oh, Port Elizabeth, yes. but they changed the sponsorship Is it now. who's sponsoring it now? KFC. KFC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So you run like a chicken. <laughs> You've got to run with the arms flapping kind of thing. Maybe they'll give and you a box and of and nuggets And, and eat all that unhealthy food and smell like oil kind of thing. You know what I mean? You know? <laughs> Me running a race and I'm this healthy freak. You know? <laughs> I'm speaking to you, this healthy freak as well. You know? And then next year, I'm going up to Volcom in January. Mm -hmm. And then from January to June, I've got quite a hectic schedule. I'm virtually yeah, it's a busy road yeah, it's running a really time. road running time. And, you know, I've got to start ticking the boxes. You know, I've, I've made this pledge that I'll do all these races in seven years. And there's a crap house full of them. There's like 140 plus. And every year, there's some more. club decides, hey, you know what? Let's mess Neil around a bit. Let's give him another marathon to run kind of thing, you know? So, yeah, it just accumulates. Then I've got the repeats. Mm. And I've done uh, during, it's 2017, 2000, well, 2018 was cancelled. Sorry, 2017, Cape Town Marathon was cancelled. Uh, Cape Town City Cycle was no, mm -hmm. 2017. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's right, because that was the year I was supposed to do it. So I did it 18 and 19. I just did my 10th one now, and that's me done. Okay. Um, only because there's other marathons over that weekend. So I can't keep on doing the Cape Town Marathon uh, now, because Edenvale's on that weekend. Yes, Edenvale's an awesome one. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, my, my training, my marathon schedule is hectic. I'm gonna, I must hook you up with my colleagues at Edenville. Yeah, you will, please. I was part of that club before. Okay. They will interview you and, yeah. and give you some Well, uh, you, you've told me a thing about uh, Bruce. Yes. Bruce's story. So, I'm not really <laughs> looking forward to it. You know, why do you want to introduce me to people where Bruce hated this race? <laughs> yeah? I'll never really. forget that, yeah. ever. Um... And in terms of the support that you get for what you do, I know you've got some partners on board. Um, who are they? Partners. Or partners, sponsors, people that collaborate with you to make this a reality. Well, no one actually collaborates with me. I'm mm -hmm. this little lone wolf. <laughs> you know, um, what's that guy calling his horse? Um, not Zorro, the Lone Ranger. Yes. Okay. I don't have elves. Yes. Bless his soul, and I really do want to mention his name, Vickers. You all know Vickers. Oh, uh, Vickers, funny man. Vickers I know has well. been yeah. my loyal servant. He's been so pro, and wherever he runs, he creates TV awareness. So, and he's very pro, obviously because of the line of work he's in. 
But yeah, he's been he's been quite a loyal subject, so I thank him for that. I do have three exceptionally good product sponsors. Yes. The Those are the partners I've referred to. Okay. They, um, the one is, you know, it's very difficult for me to mention which one comes first, because I'm not going to get flack here. Why don't you do them in alphabetical order? Alphabetical order. Okay, let me start with oxygen products. Okay. Right. Oxygen products is um, a product which it's more based on health than physicality, if you understand what I mean by physicality, via running, etc. kind mm. of thing. But they've got an exceptionally good product, which I am on. It's called Super Active Oxygen. And the purpose behind it is that when you run, it reduces your lactic acid burn, it enhances your performance, and trust me, it does. I don't have... Um, I'm not going to explain to you what the pre and the post hold uh, scenario and stuff because they all have a pre and post. Um, I do not have the sloth walk, the hunchback walk, or the little penguin walk kind of thing, you know. So, um, and then I've got a product called ProGast, which is uh, um, a hydrate electrolyte. And then I've got one a drop which reduces your. Um, bloating of your stomach. We all, when mm -hmm. we run, we all get bloated mm -hmm. from the water, etc. And of course, what you're eating. Yes. And then, of course, there's my two, which is a recovery gel, mm -hmm. which uh, um, you apply on your feet, on your legs, or any part of your body, for a matter of fact. And yeah, they all complement each other. So I'm yes. really blessed to have that. Over and above that, I go and sit in a pod. By, it's called Africa Ozone. You sit in this oxygen little tank with a little head stick out, like a little <laughs> milk like kind of thing, you know what I mean, you know? And uh, um, <laughs> it sort of detoxifies you. When you sit mm -hmm. in there for 20 minutes, you sweat profusely. Although I don't perspire. You know, people say they sweat. I don't believe people sweat. Because mm -hmm. animals sweat, men perspire and women glow. <laughs> we sparkle these yes, days. Or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. but whatever floats your boat, you know? <laughs> Wow, Neil, incredibly exciting. And um, I'm looking forward to connecting in more with you with, for the long run NPO, as well as to help you support what you're doing you. and, and boost that, um, as well as actually help you prepare physically and from a strength and conditioning point of view for your races as a running coach. Um, so, yeah, thanks very, very much for connecting with us, for meeting me at the Cape Town Marathon and now for being in the studio here talking about what you do and, and sharing your story, but also sharing the cause, which is, yes, you have a personal story that has led to this, but I think what you're doing is obviously much bigger than yourself, and you know that, and that's the whole point of this, is <laughs> yeah. to to spread the spread the word, really, and to make a difference in the lives of, of children and in communities in South Africa. Yeah, I think it's actually quite amazing you've actually said that, that uh, um, when I started this, you don't realize the journey that you're actually embarking on. You don't un understand the severity behind it. You just say, well, I'm going to go and do it. Oh, just let me see the, the, the geographic. I'll do that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. It doesn't work like that. Because mm. okay? you forget about climate, uh, um, logistics, finances. Mm. You know, how do you get around if people don't mm. basically financial? I don't have a cash cow. And I so don't have a blesser. Maybe to use this as an opportunity then is... What sort of help are you looking from for people wanting to get more involved in this with you? 
I would like people to help me get to my destination in the form of paying for my flights, uh, my accommodation. I'm not asking them to sponsor it entirely, but what they've got to remember is that I'm like a walking billboard. Mm -hmm. Because wherever I go, people see and I talk about them, etc. So, um, yeah, I, I really need people to help me because at the moment uh, um, I get a phone call from my bank manager and he says that, uh, I'm sorry, when you put that card in, it's going to really start squeaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what, and I'm glad that we, I always believe in divine intervention. I believe that our creator, and I call him a creator for different, for personal reasons, um, I don't want to get down it. Well, basically, I believe we've all believed in a certain person and everybody's got different religions and beliefs. So um, one person believes in God, other person believes in Jesus, Hashem, Allah, etc. So I like to put it in an umbrella and call it the Creator. And I believe that we've been put on this earth for a reason and we are meant for our paths to cross and our paths have crossed. We sort of know which way we're going, but we don't really know. Mm -hmm. And I'm a firm believer in collaboration. I believe that you have to help other people. It is your right to help, and it's your, you have to help other people. The hashtag better together comes to mind in terms of collaboration. Yes, better right. together, stronger together. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag TV must fall. Mm. Hashtag, hashtag live life. Yeah, hashtag my race, my pace. <laughs> Hashtag, hashtag, compete to, <laughs> hashtag compete to complete. Can we play this little game? <laughs> Are we looking for a winner here? <laughs> We're all winners. We all. We're all winners. Yeah. When, you know what? A random act of kindness can change one person's life. And I've always said to myself, for me, it's not about the applause. It is about the cause. Mm. So if anybody's out there mm. that wants to start something, it's not about you. It's not mm. about me, me, me. No, there's no I in team. You've got to do it for the cause, and you've got to do it from your heart. You've mm. got to be sincere, and you know that you are on this journey, and I know that I'm on this journey for four minutes. Hence, this is going to be the title of my book. Yes, I am going to write the book. Um, it's people like you that have forced me to start the blog. So thank you for... Um, actually making me now sleep less. <laughs> now with you training me, I'm going to sleep even less kind of thing. So thank you. Christine, has really been a blessing to have met you. You know, I, from the first moment I met you, and then I had even this privilege of meeting Gerard. Now, I, um, I, I told you off air that if you want to look at a person that has heart, that's got character, that just oozes personality, that's Carol. And I mean that. And I'm, I'm probably the most brutally honest person ever. And I'm so glad that I've met you. I really, truly am. So thank you for giving me this opportunity. And bless you for what you do. What you're doing for those kids. It's, I, actually get a, I actually get a little bit tearful and a little lump in my throat because you are an angel sent from heaven and Herod is another angel and there's many angels around us. You know? I'm sitting with one right now. 
I don't call myself an angel. I just call, I just believe that our Creator put me on this earth for a purpose. And I am being placed here to find out what the purpose is. And that is to create TV awareness, help TV survivors, and take the government on. That's my next step. Go on TV when that letter gets written. <laughs> Thanks, Neil. Have an awesome day, Thurda. Body Evolution Prepared Meals, Organic Karoo Free Range and Organic Eggs, Brad Williams Sports Science, Asijiki Brands, Yebo Coconut Oil, Vacqua, Silly Fit Rings, Truly Good Food, Keto Nutrition, The Daily Coffee and Craftentain, Bexter's, Shea Gourmet, and Irene's Gourmet. Over to you, Neil. Good morning and happy Friday. Welcome to the 39th episode of the Gadon Christine Live Life podcast. It is a glorious, very wet and rainy day here in Cape Town, but we won't complain. The wet weather is much needed. Today we are going to be chatting to Neil Stacy. He founded Two Feet for TB and is a very, very proud and passionate ambassador for this um, initiative and project that aims to um, create awareness about TB, especially in South Africa. Neil has committed to running and cycling pretty much almost every single cycle and running race in the country to create this awareness. And so we are very, very excited to, to welcome him and to, for him to share his story with us today. Thank you, Neil. Before we get started, I would like to thank the Gadon Christine Live Life podcast partners for their continued support. Thank you to Fit Patches, Body Evolution, Brad Williams Sports Science, Vacqua, Silly Fit Rings, Organic Karoo Eggs, Asijiki Brands, Welcome to Gerard and Christine Live Life, a podcast dedicated to help motivate, inspire and encourage individuals from all walks of life to become a better version of themselves than what they were yesterday and to ultimately live a happy life. You can find us on all major social media networks like Facebook, Instagram and Strava. You can also search for Gerard and Christine Live Life on iTunes and Spotify. I hope you guys enjoy the next episode and always remember to live life.